fucking I fucked up the intro twice. So I'm basking off Preston for episode one, fantasy football. Gridiron Gamers, aka the Peanut Butter League, the best fantasy football podcast in the entire world. Preston, give us an intro. Well, I'm not sure not sure why I'm doing your intro, but this is Jay Shoes is hosting the podcast, and he's here with Commissioner and Co-Commissioner Chip Bouchard and myself, Preston as Co-Commish. So I don't know what you want to talk about first, but uh, now that now that you've actually established who everyone is and what our league name is, maybe we can get going. <laughs> well, first off, before we even get this thing going, I want to give a huge shout out to Jeff and Sabrina, Sabrina Kime for giving us an absolute banger of a fantasy football draft to kick the season off. Um, but first up, there's been arguments about commish. There's been arguments about co-commish. You guys are kind of hand in hand. Whoever wants to take it away, I'd love to hear the history of the league, how it started, where it began, how we got to where we are today. Uh, I can start with this. Uh, well, the league started actually in my dining room, living room, or dining room, around some massive white table with about 12 little, 11 little boys and one dad. <laughs> it was 10 in the league at that point. Uh, no, I think it was just your your dad was in it for the yeah, first year. Then my dad joined for like a couple of years later. But yeah, yeah, and formed the Gridiron Gamers. Don't know where the name came from. Probably like read it off like a cereal box or something. But uh, started it back there in Elkhart, Indiana. Now we're twenty eight, twenty nine years old. Kids on the way, and we're still rocking at year fifteen. So it's been a great fifteen years. I can't believe it's been fifteen years. To be honest, I mean, it it just 15 years feels like a long time. I mean, it's literally more than half of my life. So it is nuts that we've been doing it for that long and kept it going. It has flown by, and I feel like a lot of us are homies. Did you guys, like, when it first started, uh, did you think that it would be this serious? Obviously, our league has grown. It's kind of become this insane thing. Did you think that it would be as serious as it, as it is now? I, I, there's just no way that you could have when we were like freshmen in high school. I mean, I don't think anything Chip did was serious at that time. So there's, there was no way that we thought it was going to turn into what it turned into. Um, it was just something that we, Chip and I both played fantasy football with like our dads and like separate leagues with like our dads and our dad's friends. And so we decided we wanted to get one together when we were in high school and just put together, put together a team. And I think there are still, I mean, there's been tons of turnover throughout the years. Like we've had tons of different people come and go especially in the early years we were just like inviting different people every year and stuff like that but i think there's like um six people who have been in the league every year since year one and then we've kind of added people along the way um i know shu you've been in the league i think like what 12 years now maybe 11 i think this is your 12th year in the league um so yeah i mean it's it's been everyone's been in for for a long time at this point and i think what like honestly what made the league take off. I mean, we kept doing it year after year in high school and even in college, but I never thought it felt like it was that serious. And I think after we got out of college, maybe, um, that's when we kind of started like, you know, using, treating it more as maybe a reunion, like more as a way to keep in touch, that sort of thing. And that's when, you know, I took the liberty or was bored at work one day and, and wrote, wrote up a, you know, 3000 word constitution to kind of, to kind of bind us all together <laughs> legally. So I think after that is kind of when everything took off. We started doing, you know, draft pick trades. That started getting people a little bit more involved in like the week to week of the league. And there were a lot more that facilitated a lot more trades, which I think is what keeps people coming back, which keeps people keeps people invested. 
Um, and I think the last, like the last five years have honestly been the best years of the, of the 15 years that we've done this league, I think. Yeah. We got the punishment go into a little bit, uh, chippy why we're called the peanut butter league. So the peanut butter league, oh man, a dark, dark day in the fantasy football round with the gridiron gamers. Uh, so Kyle Brumbaugh um, inevitably got last place that season, and um, our winner, first first year of punishment, first year of first year of, of establishing a punishment, and your options were to run a five k or ten k. Was it ten k or five? Ten k, yeah. Ten k in the costume choosing of the winners. A first place decision. They buy you the costume you wear. You run the race, um, and then we had like the tattoo on the ass cheek. If you wanted to get a tattoo on your ass cheek, um, was that it? Did we have like the? That was. I feel like those were the main two. Yeah, there was. It was basically you got the choice of the tattoo or you had to run. Yeah, and the winner got to choose the loser's costume. <laughs> and, so, and so Kyle goes with. That option, he's obviously not getting tatted on his ass. Jay Shu's name, so he goes with the running option, and Jay Shu, with a very valid choice, goes with a gimp suit. And <laughs> <laughs> we can't all decide who gets first place every season, but sometimes the dog of the league gets first place, and you got to wear the costume. But I mean, I will if I can jump in. I I don't think there could have possibly been a worse matchup of the loser of the league and the winner of the league for that cop for that punishment i think it's actually the best combo that could have ever happened (laughs) i wish we could run that back but we can't and anyway so kyle was not down for that thought he would get arrested and (laughs) idea was just shot right there as soon as we got the cops involved and so all the only other choice then is to. I think this went for two years. I mean, this went for two or three years of two like years, no negotiating back and forth of him not doing the punishment and trying to come up with different costumes. Draft. You were on Skype for, was that your, oh, that was your honeymoon, wasn't it? No, the punishment, it was, the punishment was pretty random, but it went on forever and it was an argument. And I was trying to get Kyle kicked out of the league actually, because he wouldn't do it. <laughs> And then it got to the point where the only other option was to cover yourself in, in peanut butter and act like a baby. Yeah, the the peanut butter baby video on Vine, like when we were on it, and I was like, Kyle, this is your only choice. Like, do this or not. And he actually agreed to it, and the man rubbed peanut butter all over himself. He did, but I think he if he, if he could do it again, I think he'd run in that leather suit. And the one and only, I mean, the one and only time anyone in our league will ever be the peanut butter baby. Vine recreation because now now we've officially finally decided on a punishment that everyone does every year yeah. with the beer mile and that's been a great I, I think a roaring success through two through two seasons of the beer mile that's been that's been beer, awesome to watch beer mile has been success with success we've seen two pukes which honestly I didn't think that was going to happen what are what were the official numbers from this year compared to last year do you have those on you Preston. Um, I have, yeah, his, um, in case you don't know, so in terms of time yet, yeah, he ran it this year in, I think it was, oh, I don't actually have the exact time. It was like 20, 20 minutes and 58 seconds or something like that, which was longer than both Vince and Mason ran it last year. Mason or Vince last year was 17 minutes and 30 seconds and Mason was nineteen twenty two, and Mason 
had to have set a record for most pukes. I mean, it was just continuous. Like every sip of beer he took was a puke. So I think, I think, I don't know what was more impressive. Mason being under 20 minutes with puking about 55 times or Vince just not puking at all and running it under 18 minutes like that is low key. One of the most impressive things that anyone's done so far. Vince was a machine. He literally, <laughs> I did not expect that at all. Uh, I, I mean, Mason was dead the night before after bottle service. So that was, that one was going to be, I thought Brody was going to crush it though. I literally thought Brody was going to shatter the record. I thought it was going to be like a record for a long time and the man did not Mm -hmm. do it. No. And I think it was, it was the drinking for him because he definitely like was it, he ran it like his actual JT, of course, stat keeper was keeping track of the the time running spent versus time drinking. And so (laughs) Brody ran it in like nine minutes. He ran like a nine-minute mile, but it took him like 13 minutes to drink four beers. Yeah, that's true. It's because he, yeah, he sat there forever. But he's also in the non-burp category. So there's people in the league who literally can't burp. It's Kyle, the softest person of the league, and Brody, who I would have never expected that. So the non-burp is – that's tragic. <laughs> that is true. So we got a little bit of history of the league. Let's kick off uh, – the new year, 2022. Should we start with the draft party? Should we start with the drafts? What do you guys want to talk about? Um, I'd say let's go draft party. I mean, that was that was uh, we can we can talk break the teams down a little bit later, but I think the draft party was uh, was worth talking about in and of itself. The draft. I mean, draft draft party was absolutely insane. If I'm ever going to make a trip to Indiana in my entire life, it's to that draft party. <laughs> I. Uh, we show up, there's golf simulators, there's tequila shots everywhere, turned into a mess. I honestly felt like I was a 10-year-old kid again, just blacked out maybe 70% of the time. Yeah. Kegs on deck. You were, you were blacked out as a 10-year-old kid? <laughs> <laughs> well, I felt like a 10-year-old kid, but blacked out. <laughs> Basketball tournaments, absolutely insane. That's actually so, that's the, I never even thought of that, but literally like a 10, 12-year-old kid, but we're just like, add in 15 tequila shots on top of it. <laughs> Literally hit, hit the dive bar, come back, and run a two-on-two tournament. <laughs> two-on-two tournament, 1 a.m. in the morning. I mean, that that was the craziest. People were talking about that turn. Like, we were we were playing basketball, like, that night, and then the next morning everyone's talking about it, and I honestly, like, did not remember playing basketball the night before. <laughs> People were, like, talking about this tournament, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, that was a good time. No, that was so much fun. Who's the best two-on-two team? I mean, surprisingly, JT and JT and Kyle held their own, but they were probably the most sober ones there. So we scraped them. Me and Mason absolutely scraped. No, they actually held it well against you guys. They definitely played well. I mean, we went down out of a what did we play to? Like eleven? We went down ten zero and then scored eleven straight or twelve straight. Yeah, true, true. But no, basketball was a lot of fun. We also got some great uh, footage on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok, everybody, at Gridiron Gamers. You can take a nice look into our weekend there. We got three good videos for you up. So um, if you haven't, yeah, so, yeah, I was going to ask you what's, what's the plan. What's the plan for the for the TikTok channel going forward? I mean, I know it's like since we're not all together, it's hard to like make videos like that again. I don't know if you're planning on doing stuff throughout the season or what. That's true. We haven't thought that far. It is almost week one, though. Maybe get some podcast podcast clips up there yeah, too, depending on what, uh, how this how this goes. Definitely up. use the podcast clips. 
We could have podcast clips. Or just like our audio on top of, yeah, something. When we talk about like, yeah, honestly, I can work with that. We'll use the, we can use podcast audio for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, we're just going to explode. Um, <laughs> anyway. I mean, it's, the most, it's the most popular podcast in the entire world. Um, Definitely. The I think there's, uh, shoot, I think there was one item that you really wanted to touch on about the draft party, but I, I don't know if you wanted to get into the title of the, the title of this episode now or not. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing of the draft party, we played basketball, we did all the bullshit, Kyle scraped everybody in golf, uh, tons of tequila shots, but the biggest topic of the entire weekend was the fight rankings. I have my I have my absolute official set in stone, not gonna change fight rankings. I'll let one of you guys take it away first and then I'll go through mine. Oh geez, I uh I don't know if I came fully prepared for the fight rankings, but I can I can go through mine pretty quick. I, I think I remember I think I remember where I had them. I mean, the um, bottom two are the easiest. Yeah, I mean, I mean, bottom bottom being Kyle is is like the, the biggest lock. I think there. I disagree. How about I do? I'll do mine, and you guys tell me if you disagree or not. You disagree on on Kyle being the last, the the lowest, the bottom of the fight rankings. So here's the thing: people prove themselves over the weekend. With me in the fight rankings. So the, it has been shifted. I've thought about it a lot. So let me preface this. I think if you start 12 to 1, I think 12 and 11 is fight of the year. I think it's pay-per-view buys. I think it would be an absolute electric fight. But Kyle was my Kyle was supposed to be 12 for me. He was 12 for me the whole weekend. And I switched that. I think 12 is JT. I don't think JT could squash a bug if he wanted to. Um, and then Kyle was 11. What changed that is when we did do the basketball tournament and I got my bitch ass trucked by Kyle, <laughs> I'm playing help side defense. This man absolutely trucks me. He went from off the list. I wasn't even going to add Kyle on the list of like 12 to 1. And this man ended up going to 11. So he did move up slots. But didn't that same day, didn't you fall like three times on that basketball court just on your own without anyone touching you? Like, yeah, I think you were just hammered. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but the only thing I remember is Vince asking me like math and I didn't know math because Kyle just trucked me playing help side defense. So, so I have JT at 12. The bottom half is just so like uneventful. I have JT at 12, Kyle at 11. Drew's at 10, little brother, but I still think he could beat Kyle and JT up. Uh, then I have Preston at 9. You actually dropped in my rankings. I think uh, I think I've whipped your ass enough in life that you have a good defense, but I think that you're very defensive. I think you have zero offense, boring, no one likes boring fighter, 9. I mean, that's true. Probably not a lot of offense for me, but I can't defend myself. And I think at the end of the day, like if I'm going up against someone like Dakota, even though he's bigger than me, like you just gotta wear them out. Like there's no stamina there whatsoever. So you just, you just wait till he wait till he falls over. I think Dakota would whip your ass to death, and I'll get into that later. <laughs> number eight. <laughs> number eight. I have Vince. I think Vince has enough rage to come in and kill us all with a gun. But without the gun, I'm gonna put him at eight. I think uh, he's still little brother status. Um. Doesn't make it to the top half of the list. 
Uh, at seven, I these were the three hardest picks for me. At seven, I have Sam. Sam was higher up. You, you do? Yeah, I think I think I've seen the rage in Sam's eyes before. He can he can take it to another level if he needs to. If you cheese slap Sam, your guy, he's coming for your neck. <laughs> I think Sam has rage. He has the big John blood, but. He's got that big on blood. He's got that Diane heat, that rage with it too. <laughs> I think Sam's a Sam was seven. These were the three hardest picks for me. I have Sam at seven. I have Chippy at six. I know we were we were going out at draft. My man's was hurt. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> My man's was hurt at the draft when I had him low. <laughs> but also never. Uh, we kind of got after that. I must have moved up because you had like Vince and Sam above you before there. I did, and I—I I mean, Vince dropped in the rankings quite a bit for me. And then number five, I actually put Dakota. We—I walked in. We had, who knows how many tequila shots. We're all outside, and I walk in and I see Dakota, and this man is sweaty. I've never seen such a sweatier man in my life. And I walk in. He's a little out of breath. He's huffing a little bit, and I'm like, "What were you doing?" And Vince is standing there with his shirt off. Vince is just fucking pacing around. And I'm like, what's going on? Dakota just point blank. We just wrestled. And I go, did you win? And he goes, no hesitation. Whipped his ass. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay, dude, you're sweaty. <laughs> I believe it. I walked, I, mean, I walked in right at the end of that behind you. I didn't, I didn't see any interaction go down, but I remember we did find out that Dakota definitely whipped Vince's ass. I saw no interaction, but the confidence in this sweaty ass man when he just point blank said, I whipped his ass. I said, okay, you're moving up in my rankings immediately. All right. So Dakota at four or five? Dakota's five. Then I have Brody. I feel like the top four were everybody's consensus. I have Brody at four, Mason at three. I have Big Sexy at two, which I almost moved Big Sexy down. I almost moved Big Sexy down to three because I choked him out in two and a half seconds. Uh, the man was tired though, and he has that meatloaf fucking Indiana. <laughs> he has that meatloaf Indiana vibe. So I kept him at two, and then consensus, I put myself as number one. Yeah, I, I I agree with you most of the way through. I think Sam is still very underrated. I mean, size alone, he has a lot on everybody, and I've seen him put it into that extra gear. That's my only. That's my only gripe. I, I think Sam can get as high as two or three in the rankings right around Ross and Mason. I think Ross, Mason, and Sam is all is all right around the same. Yeah, I've got Sam up as well. I've got Sam at four. Um, I've got him above myself and above Brody. Um, that's the other thing. I got Brody down at six. but my most you have Bro- Who's guy, above Brody for you? I'm under the consensus that Sam also could – pissed off, he would whip some ass. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. Here's my question, though. We have Dakota so low, or we don't. You guys have Dakota, have Dakota low. Seven, Preston, seven. Preston said this man's uh, stamina is what was it? Uh, I think I said he has the stamina of a slug. Yeah, he has the stamina of a slug. I saw this man sweaty, and he was not huffing and puffing. He was out of breath, but he was not huffing and puffing. You're saying Sam's a big dude. Dakota's not small. No, okay. he's not. So you think Sam has better stamina than Dakota? Yeah, Sam definitely does. Sam actually, like, I, on the basketball court, he was holding his own. He wasn't getting too tired out there. Like, he, he, he's, he's in decent shape for, uh, you know, for our age and his size. Did Dakota even play basketball? 
Yeah, right? I don't remember. I mean, he didn't like high school, but I did he. In, at no, the, that's what I'm saying. Like in yeah, the at, two on twos. I don't remember a lot of the two on twos. To be honest, I again, I yeah about forty. Who do you have whipped Brody's ass, Chip? I got me whipped him. I did whip Brody's ass at the at the Kimes house. Did you? After, outside during that blacked out two on two tournament. I missed it. <laughs> what? I don't remember that at all. Wait, hold on. Let me hear this because I missed this. I left a pair of vans behind at the Kimes on accident that are just covered in grass, just grass stains all over them because Brody and I got after it for like, I'd say a minute and a half, maybe a minute, just like after our game, we just, I don't know. I don't even know if he was oh, on investigated. I don't know if he was on my team or if he was on the other <laughs> team. We got after it after the game right there in the grass. And I had him down, had his neck, and I just, I, I had, I had to be like, "You good? You good?" And then I got off. And he used. Up. You didn't crank till the tap. Oh, I didn't crank till the tap. And oh, I, <laughs> mistake number one, dude. I got off, and he immediately <laughs> just snapped me into a neck, and I tapped out right away. Oh, wait, so you wait, so you got his ass, and then he came back. I got his ass. He didn't tap. I just said, "You good?" And then let him up, and he. Took it as a breath of. That's not an L. Yeah, that's not an L. No, so, but that's why I'm putting myself there because I think I could. I just. Uh, Wait, I so where were you on your rankings? I'm then? at, I'm at uh, five behind Samuel. I got Samuel at four, Mason at three, Ross at two. Ross is a big boy, and I've seen that man pretty fucking pissed off. Sorry, I don't know if we're about to drop f bombs on here. I so I didn't know. Effort. I think we can, right? We can do whatever we want. Just got to throw that explicit tag on there. Yeah, I didn't know you whipped yeah. Brody's ass. So let me – that actually changes things. Chip, my bad. No wonder you're mad about the disrespect. I think you got Brody a little high. but I had Ch- I had Chip at about 10 at one point. Yeah, no, you did. You had, <laughs> you had, like, you had like, like nine to start the weekend. I was like, bro. <laughs> you had Preston above me at like eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think – I think I was being overrated by just about everybody out there. I, I had myself at nine, and everyone else had me like between eight and even up to like five at some points. And I mean, I appreciate the respect, but there's just no way. I've got you. Yeah, you have zero offensive game. <laughs> I got you at nine, beating little Drew. So then, who was after you, Chip? Brody at six, Dakota at seven, Vince at eight, Preston at nine, Drew. Bro, I think you guys are underestimating Dakota. I really do. Yeah, I don't know. I. I'm taking myself, Brody, and Sam over him. So, what do you think in the whole league who the the matchup of the year would be? I honestly think JT Kyle would be <laughs> absolutely insane. I have, I think that would be an absolute it's insane, insane fight to watch. Insane fight if it was like a real boxing match, full on. <laughs> that would be. Can you imagine either of them punching That's anyone, dude. That would be an absolute absolute throwdown, though. You know they would be throwing haymakers. JT can take a punch, though. He got punched in the face in high school. Wore it like a champ. JT did? By who? By who? Uh, I don't don't remember who did it. Someone else in the league will definitely know who it was who punched him. It was like a student section section thing? It was – no, it was in school. It was like in – we were – he was coming out of – the story goes, the way I heard it at least. They were coming out of like uh, wellness or team sports or, you know, one of those like classes where you got to like change the locker room and stuff. And some guy, a, a kid was talking about how big Ghania's dick was. And, <laughs> and, and JT turned to him and said something to the effect of like, wow, that's gay. And the dude just cold cocked him right in the face. 
And he wore it. Yeah, he just took it. But didn't do anything. No. <laughs> See who? Okay, so here's the question. Here's here's the real question. If it's JT Kyle, we're talking setup gloves. They're about to go at it. Who throws the first punch? Kyle. I think. Kyle. Yeah. See, Kyle has that Midwest-ass dad energy. Yeah. And that's why he moved to – I mean, he trucked me, and he has that Midwest dad energy, so I think he would actually whip JT's ass to death. I think JT would – That's fair. JT would tight fight very tactically. You know, he'd be very tactical about it. He he would punch few, but he would punch at well-timed. And ultimately – got endurance, too. you got to think, if we're going multiple rounds here, I mean, JT is you know, definitely no, the best I endurance posted, in the league. I posted JT up in two-on-two, two and the man got mad because I was posting him up and said it's too physical. <laughs> Twelve. You're last. You're last on the rankings. <laughs> no questions asked. I can't even post you up. I'm not. That, I take that back. It's not even the fight of the year anymore. I think Kyle whips his ass to death. Fight of the year. Ah oh, man. I think Ross Mason would be wild. Ross. I was gonna say so, Mason has a few of them. I think Mason versus like Ross, Sam, or Brody, or even like Dakota. I mean that whole that that area right between, in my opinion, like Sam, Ross, Mason, Brody, Dakota, and then Chip. I throw you in there too. I think like there's those five people or five or six people, however many that was, are pretty evenly matched across the board. So you throw like any two matchups in there, I think it'd be a good I think it'd be a good fight. I think I think Mason Ross or Mason Brody would both be fun to watch. Well, but Ross, Mason Brody would be a scary one. That would be a tough one. Mason Brody would be wild. <laughs> but Big Sexy Big Sexy's still my number two. Yeah, he's my number two. I got him over. But this man put up zero fight. Oh, it's because we two on we tag teamed him. We had two on one. Yeah, and then after that, I still fucked with him. Yeah, I was like, show. I was like, show me the anger, Vix. Actually, come on. He's not gonna give it to you. He knows you. He knows you want that. He knows that you'll whip him. So that's fair enough. So Brody, actually, I have Brody high then in my rankings. Yeah, I mean Brody. I didn't fight Brody. Brody could easily be two or three, though. You never know. Maybe I think Mason. I think Mason's my dark horse, though. Even though he's at three, I think he could whip Big Sexy's ass. Yeah, Mason. Mason definitely like is the wild card in that situation. He could, he could, you know, take some people down who are a little bigger than him. I thought I heard you drinking a claw. There it was. I need. I don't have any at the crib. Oh, what do you have? Modelo. We're not sponsored yet, but we will be. White claw soon. All right. So we we have the draft. Um. I mean, the fight rankings, I would say, was probably one of the biggest things. Chip almost didn't even talk to me. Um, let's, let's, <laughs> this man was hurt. Let's move on to the actual draft. Um, Hold on one second. This is, a good, this is a good time for me to, we can edit this out, but I got to go let me in. She's in my apartment. I got to go let her in. That's why you're co-commish, <laughs> which we can talk, which we can talk about. I mean, we got co-commission commission. It's been argued. <laughs> All right. Hold on one sec. I'll be right back. I don't know. I might disconnect for like a little bit, like my AirPods or something, but All right. I'll, be, I'll be back in a little bit. Chippy, how do you feel about that? Um, I mean. Commission, commission, co-commission. We got the little brothers. So let's get an intro first before we dive into this. Who are the little brothers? Who are the little brothers of the league? The little brothers, we got Drew, we got Dakota, which Dakota, I don't even, I think he's the oldest, but he just signifies a little brother. Signifies. And then uh, Vince. So the little brothers have been coming in hot. 
they're saying commish versus co-commish. You versus Preston. They're saying Preston's commish. How's that? What's going on, bro? They're trying to get in my head. So Vince and Dakota tried to pull the worst move that our league's history has ever seen just days before draft day. And obviously other players in the league and the group me were even up in arms uh, for the listeners. Um, pretty much one team was Vincent was trading this entire year's success. They're his first pick, his third pick, and like his seventh pick for Dakota's 2023 future season. When might I say we are redraft? It was essentially the my first three picks yeah. this year for your last three picks, and your last three picks next year for my first three picks. Exactly. Just total sellout. Exactly. Exactly. To the, to shorten it up. Exactly that. So we're not a re, we're a redraft league. We redraft every season. So obviously, I just shot that one down immediately, and that one wasn't going through. And fun fact is that if you pull up our aggregated rankings we'll slide into those later in the show if you pull up Vince and Dakota they're at number 11 and at number 9 on the all-time ranking aggregated worst players in the league worst players by far worst players in the league number 1 never good number 1 being the best they're at 9 and 11 um so that just shows where this is coming from and where they what their opinions hold when it comes to this matter but so they're upset they're against the commission i love it i love the energy i love the rebel I love the unionizing of them, trying to bring everybody together. It's great. It was a, another element to another awesome weekend. But um, I think I know that Preston, I would, wouldn't be able to do anything I do without Preston as my co-commish. He sends me the text every year. Hey, man, need you to go unlock me and put me back in as co-commish. And that's when I know it's, it's grind time. Preston's ready to work. At the end of the day, let me say this. I ha- I just have to shout this out. At the end of the day, we got Vince, Dakota, and Drew. You all fucking suck at fantasy football. <laughs> the little bros. Drew, the little brothers of the league. Drew has the biggest argument, but the man literally, I mean, he made it to the Super Bowl last year, right? Yeah, he did. But at the end of the day, this guy hasn't won a Super Bowl. He has his little playoff stat. He's the Philip Rivers of the league. Not good. Not good. He's Philip Rivers. Like, is he? Does he compete? Yes. Is he a Hall of Famer like myself, who has a Super Bowl ring? I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't. Like, I don't think Drew would ever even get one vote if we did a twelve-man vote to get into the Hall of Fame. Zero chance right now, today. I agree. Uh, he's close. I think he had, but he still just falls into that. I don't league. think he's close at all. He falls. I'm saying he's close to getting towards the top half of the league, but he still is, like you said, that little brother factor. He's right there. He's down there with Vince. He's still there. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. That's a great example. I got I to stick up for Drew a little bit, mostly because in sticking up for Drew, I'm sticking up for myself here, who also doesn't have a Super Bowl. But, <laughs> I mean, I, there is – I think, I, think, I think this, like, it. yes, there is – if you're going to Hall of Fame, I think there has to be an element of, like, winning it all to be in there. Um, but I would say this, I would say my, both myself and Drew, all we are is winning it one time away from being on the echelon. You, like that. But, you're, but you're still one time away. It's taken you, you've been in the league for 15 years and you're, you're still one time away. You've been one time away the entire time. 
So yeah, but, I mean, well, there's, there's other things that go into it. You could win a Super Bowl and not be up there. I mean, Dakota's won a Super Bowl. That doesn't mean he's a good fantasy player. He's like number nineteen. Ross has won a Super Bowl. He's tenth in the league. He's he's way down there too. He's so better that than. That's just not true. Would you? Okay, so here's my question: Would you rather be Ross or Dakota with a Super Bowl with a Super Bowl win with your name on the plaque, or would you rather be you? I'd rather be me. I I consistently every year put out a better product. Put out a better product every year. That's why you're a loser. I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. It's just How bad do you want a Super Bowl? I mean, obviously, I want one. But there's a lot of luck in an eight-team playoff. There's a lot of luck that goes into winning a Super Bowl. That's true. Very true. Uh, I don't think so. I disagree. Well, of course you disagree. Well, if it was all about your team, then the greatest team ever would have won a Super Bowl. But that's why it's not <laughs> the greatest team ever. Sean, my only argument to that is with draft grades in the year I won the Super Bowl. Yeah. 2016. I had an F draft grade, made the least amount of waiver wires, or least amount of moves throughout the whole season, won a Super Bowl. Yeah, How does that make it so there's no luck involved? I mean, it still can because be luck I knew involved. exactly what I was doing. I knew exactly yeah, but, I mean, there's, there's still luck in the there's still luck in that there weren't injuries. You know, there's still luck in that you didn't run into someone who went off in the playoffs. Like there's still when you're going a single elimination three round tournament to end the season, like anything can happen. I mean, we've seen it multiple times where the best team in the league loses to the eight seed in like the first week. And that, I mean that happens that's happened on a couple of occasions. Um yeah, I, like I think that, it just takes foresight. Honestly. I think it takes foresight. I I got shit this year for Antonio Gibson. What happened? Starting running back, shot four times. Who, who, who would have fucking predicted that besides me? And did you order the hit? Like, who what the fuck? Predicted that besides me? Everyone gave me shit for that pick. Who would have predicted that besides me? Are you are you taking credit for the hit on the on the on the Washington Commanders running back? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not taking the hit. I'm saying it was the best pick. It was literally the best pick of the entire draft. Comeback player of the year, Antonio Gibson. Could, He's not coming back player of the year. He scored like 10 touchdowns last season. Comeback player of the year. Man was on punt return maybe, team. Maybe, maybe, running maybe the running back of the year. Shot. Maybe the guy that got shot is going to win comeback player of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I disagree. I think I think winning, winning a Super Bowl takes a lot of foresight. My example, you're talking shit on Dakota. The year Dakota won, he drafted Peyton Manning with, was it his first or second round pick? First round pick. First round pick. Everyone gave him shit. This man, had incredible, this man had incredible foresight. He, he went. He went with. He went one. His first two picks were Peyton Manning and Frank Gore, and everyone like. And that was like old Frank Gore. I mean, and and everyone was absolutely shitting on him. And I, I mean, I will say that ended up being. I mean, so far the you know the most points scored, best record team of all time. So I mean, you you can say the best team that we've ever had in our league. But I mean, it. Don't, you can call it. You can call it foresight. You can also call it just being. You can call it foresight. You can also just call it getting lucky that Peyton Manning went the fuck off that year. <laughs> How can you argue that though? You just. You literally just said with your own words, it was the best team in league history, and you're trying to argue it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, see both sides. I see both sides. Yeah, it's the best team in league history, but I'm just saying he hasn't been able to replicate it. Yeah, I think he's a better manager than you are. I mean, he just consistently is not better than me every year. 
But would you rather be in... Okay, so let me rephrase that question. Not would you rather be him or you. Would you rather be in his position with the Super Bowl or your position without one and everyone just shits on you all the time because you suck? I'd obviously rather have one, but I I mean, I still win way more games than him. I still Okay, I don't need an explanation. I just need a, I would rather have a Super Bowl or I'd rather win the league. Is the question, would you rather win the league or not win the league? Obviously, everyone's going to say you'd rather fucking win the league. What kind of question is that? Yeah, so what can you argue? You're but, not on the plaque. There's... <laughs> there's not, it's not, everyone would obviously rather win the league than not win the league, but there's more to going into being... Like, if you're actually ranking people by their skill of fantasy football, there's more than go in, that goes into it than winning one Super Bowl. Chip, how many rings you got? It's I got two rings. I'm back. You got two rings. Back-to-back champ. Back-to-back champs. This man repeated. So would you rather be in Preston's position or would you rather be in your, your position? Oh, obviously. What, what holds more weight? I will, well, Chip would definitely rather be in his position. Like Chip, Chip, is, Chip is higher ranked. Yeah, Chip is higher ranked than me. Chip has a better winning percentage than me. Chip just has been better than me in fantasy football. I'll admit that. That wasn't the question. I'm asking... Is Preston's argument valid? I get where Preston fucking suck. But <laughs> it's both like so Dakota like Preston. No, if you had to say, hold on, hold on. If you had to say it, is his argument valid or does he suck? If you just had to give one answer. His argument is valid. Oof, I disagree. Thank you. Thank you. I agree, Preston. I I get where you're coming from, but like I would rather be Preston, who is number five, finishes anywhere from four to eight four to nine every season. I would rather do that than have Peyton Manning for one year and be buns for 12 more. I feel like you're crazy because Dakota in the rankings of who's the best of all time, Dakota is, that like is ahead of Preston. No, he's not. He's at like nine. Who's at one? Who in the NFL has one Super Bowl? Joe Flacco? So would you rather be Joe Flacco or would you rather be Phillip Rivers? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Really? No, let's ask that question. Let's ask I mean, that question. One of those is going to be a Hall of Famer. The other one isn't. So, Phil Rivers isn't a Hall of Famer. I think he might be. He might be. Not in my eyes. He hasn't won shit. So I'm saying. <laughs> so would, I'm saying. Would you rather be Joe Flacco with a Super Bowl and have literally the best experience ever, or be Philip Rivers, who just gets his ass whipped and has ten in the playoffs? Like, yeah, cool. He has cool stats, but no one fucking loves Philip Rivers, dude. Who loves Joe Flacco? <laughs> He has a ring. I bet your Ravens fans do. So does, so does Trent Dilfer. That doesn't mean he's a fucking great quarterback. Okay. So, no, I'm not saying he has to be a great quarterback, but he's a winner. Would you rather be Trent Dilfer or Phillip Rivers? <laughs> I'm taking Phillip Rivers in both situations. Bro, give me the Super Bowl ring. Give me paid. I mean, you can – here, here's, here, here's what I'll say, Jay You can rather be – There's those are two different questions. You can rather be – Trent Dilfer than Philip Rivers, but no one in their right mind would say that Trent Dilfer had a better career than Philip Rivers. Yeah. I'm not arguing that. I'm not, I'm not that, arguing that at all. That's what the rankings are about. No, no, no. I'm asking, <laughs> what would you rather have? Would you rather? What would you rather have? But that's okay. Yeah, I'd rather have the Super Bowl. But that's okay. not what everyone, everyone would rather. Everyone would rather have the Super Bowl. Yeah, but no one, but because but, you don't have one, you don't even know what it feels like. But that's not what the rankings mean. <laughs> Exactly. How do you not understand that's not what rankings are? Dude, I understand your ranks, but I'm saying if I was Dakota, I think Dakota's better than you. Because he See, has that's, that's different. That's not like 
if you're if you're saying he's better, then that's like saying Trent Dilfer's better than Philip Rivers. Yeah, yeah, but fantasy football is different than NFL. No, but we have to say. Oh, relative. Entirely different. We're being but you're using it as a comparison, and now it's entirely different. What do you want? Good points. Good points. Preston just had a valid response, and I stand. I stand with Preston's side in that in this argument for sure. So you would rather be in Preston's position than your own? No, <laughs> of course not. I have two rings, and I'm exactly. I have one of the best winning percentages. I think like he yeah. the best. Yeah, Chip has I mean the most wins in the league history, and I think what second best winning? Oh no, even best winning percentage. You passed. You passed JT in winning percentage this year. So here's my argument of the league. I Mason's the only one. Mason comes at me. When was your first Super Bowl, Chip? Because you won one when I was in the league. I was out of the league for I think two or three years before. Chip went back to back in uh, in 2011, 2012, 11, 12, yeah. So I was in the league for both those years. So I'll I'll shut the fuck up with you. Here's my argument. No stats are valid until I entered this league. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that. Mason Super Bowl, like the first three people who won the Super Bowl, I honestly I don't even take it. I think Kyle was one. Mason was yeah. one. Who was the other one? Chip's dad, Andy. Those don't even count. See you later. <laughs> Throw it out of the fucking book. Literally doesn't count. <laughs> It's true. But the thing is, is all the accumulated statistics and like just like all those don't matter, like the total wins don't matter, but your average win percentage and your average final finish. I think that's good. I think that's fine. Yeah, win percentage, win percentage matters. I mean, that's still a percentage. But here's my argument, boys. Would you rather have a high win percentage? What if you had the lowest win percentage in the league, but you had two, three, four Super Bowls? Well, yeah, but Dakota has one, not four. That's the difference. And it's not a would you rather proposition. It's a it's a rankings proposition. Dakota got like a fucking D minus grade, and it's not like my F grade year. Like Dakota really sucks at fantasy football. He's horrible. But like who what would you rather have is my question. I would rather have a Super Bowl a billion out of a billion times than be you, Preston. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's fine. Because you don't have a Super Bowl. Once you get into the club, I'll respect your opinion. Yeah, that's fine. You, I mean, you can. The would you rather is different than being better or not. Like that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's the only. That's the argument I'm making. There's a difference between would you rather be this person or are you better than this person? Yes, I would rather have a Super Bowl like Dakota has, but I am still a better fantasy manager than Dakota. That sounds like the biggest loser statement I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> it's a fair statement. It's fair, but it just it's it is very fair. Let me preface this. It's fair, but it sounds like a loser, and that's why you're a loser. Well it's gonna be great. I mean Brody Brody has like a real chance of, of winning it all this year. I mean he's got one of the better teams. Zero chance. I mean, okay, well let's put it on the record. Put on the record right now, zero yeah. chance Brody will win. I, I'm just I just want to put it out there. Like he there's a like he has one of the better teams this year, at least after the draft. But he has I mean Career-wise, he has an under 400 winning percentage. I mean, he's got Brody a 395 could, winning percentage in the league. Brody, Brody could have the first 15 picks in the draft, in the entire draft, and still manage to fuck it up. Man's not winning the Super Bowl. He's not. You know who I'm worried about? Who I'm usually – and the crazy thing is this is the first year Sam actually hasn't had like a powerhouse team. 
The only people in this league that worry me, JT, see you later. I won't even JT's been sending me trades forever. <laughs> he sent me a second round literally before the season started. See you, JT. I'm not trading your bitch ass shit. <laughs> He's getting last. So <laughs> I would love put put a last place on JT's resume one time. We get that. We need to get that on him for sure. Let me no one trade JT. That's all I'm trying to say. He gave me a second round. And I'm like, no, actually, I would rather you run the beer mouth. <laughs> the only people I'm ever worried about, Chip's there. Uh I would say Sam's there big time. Yeah, Sam's good. JT's there, people I worry about. Preston's not even – you're, like, underworld with Kyle when it comes to fight rankings. You're just not shit. Um, Mason. No, yeah, Mason, dude. Well, Mason a pretty good team this year. So, uh, so here's the thing. I think Mason – Mason and Kyle are in the same category. If you're not first, you're last. I feel like yeah. those two dudes either win the Super Bowl or they're trash. That's fair. Very fair. Well, I mean, Mason, like, the last couple of years has literally – like, I mean, he's purposely tanked. <clears throat> and he's done it well. I mean, he went from – he went from last place to winning. He well, he got the one seed and then lost somewhere in the playoffs. Then the next year he went last place again and then got the one seed last year and won the playoffs. So like he he has gone a complete back and forth every time. But this year he didn't have to sell out last year to get his team. Uh, it's like to get like, have a good team. So he didn't. So he's not in like a he's not starting you know behind the eight ball this year like he was in the prior years. So he actually has a decent team again this year. At I would say I will say Mason probably had the best keeper list that I've ever seen. Yeah, that was really nasty. The keeper list was insane. I forget who all he had. He had yeah. Debo, Debo in like the ninth, uh, Swift in the sixth, and Mixon in the second. It was crazy. Right. He kept Swift in like the sixth round. He had Herbert down in like the seventh or something round. Yeah, it was a good. I mean, really good keeper list. He did have a good draft, but to that point, so we talked about tanking. Yeah, let's get into. We, the- talked, about, we talked about the little brothers. They're trying to, uh, they're trying to do their thing. Chip literally axed that trade quick, which caused an absolute uproar. Uh, with the way the league's going, do we think with trading picks? I mean, Preston, we've talked about it with trading picks. How do we prevent? I mean, I got a lot of picks. I almost made the playoffs, but I'm also a Hall of Famer. Um, but how do we prevent like people from doing that? Like just saying, "Hey, before this, Vince already traded." I mean, Vince kind of tanked. What was that trade? It was actually a better trade than what Vince axed or what Chip axed. This one that they yeah, no. this this season, <clears throat> the one that they just did. Yeah, I'll pull it up right now. It was. I would say it's a really good trade for Vince. Honestly, I thought Vince won the trade, but I do think it's like also being like. Before the season starts, here's one of my best players. So yeah, I mean, it was Vincent. Yeah, Vincent sent over Debo Samuel, Dalvin Cook, a fourth round pick and a sixth round pick for Tyler Boyd, Rashad Penny, Rondell Moore, and a first round pick and a third round pick. So he got a first and a third for a fourth and a sixth, but he dumped his two best players. Oh, he dumped his two best players to start. So I'm saying I will say that's a way more respectable trade than what he tried to do. He obviously has a plan. I'm not going to hate on the plan at all. That's a fair trade. That's a, he's Vince is going to be nice next year. He did it fairly with the, I do think that was a fair trade. And I do think Vince won the trade. Well, because he traded it to who drew. They both drew drew got a good, drew got a good deal out of it. The fact that he's got a fourth and a sixth next year and he didn't swap it for like a 15th 
because those are when you get fucked is when you take the you give up your second and I take like I did last year I always do it's never really pays <laughs> also Drew I mean Drew's the most he's the least intimidating player in the league so I still like think with Dal like Dalvin ACL see you later I'm calling it right now see you later because Drew took him literally for that this, fact. this feels like the first year Drew is really selling out and like burning the ships and going for it though like that I know he, I, typically I, he he's kind of been along the lines of like he won't. He's he's gonna make smaller trades here and there, but he's not like mortgaging the future to to win now. This is the first time I've ever seen him make that make a move like that. Yeah, and fun fact: Drew got engaged. He's about to get married, and he's bouncing on our asses, guys. This is his last year. I'm I'm calling it now. Drew's out of, of the whole league. Drew's leaving the league. He's getting married. He's done. <laughs> you no, think that's why he traded away his picks because he's leaving? He's he's <laughs> what are you talking about this? Dude, so if Drew leaves, do you guys remember the draft when we were talking about, like, we were all out there just fucking drinking all fucked up? And we're like, if we were to die in a tragic car accident, <laughs> who is on your will? <laughs> Who's on your will to take over your team? And we're like, <laughs> Who's on your will? Will and everybody had somebody. That was yeah. So who, so who takes over Drew's team then? I don't think he leaves. I think that's a bold statement. Nick. Uh, well, Drew, Drew, Drew said Peyton. Sucks, though, dude. Drew Nick said Peyton would take over his team. Who? What? It was hilarious because it was funny because a bunch of people chose Nick. Obviously, Drew's brother. Like a couple people named Nick as like who would take over their team. But then Drew didn't name his own brother and named Peyton Kime <laughs> Brody's brother. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, there was literally like five Nicks in the group, and then it was like his brother Peyton Kime. Yeah. But here's the thing: Who would be better at fantasy between those two? Nick was trash at fantasy. Yeah, Nick he was trash. But I mean, it's hard to it's hard to gauge based on like some you know how you were in high school. Like people people you know gotten better. I disagree. You're a champion or you're not. Facts. I mean, like, are you going to set your lineup? Or are you going to make good moves or you don't? Do I think Nick will make good moves? Probably not. I mean, both of them were in the league for a couple of years. I'm trying to see. I'm I'm trying to look back and see where they finished. In the years they were in, oh, Peyton was only in it the very first year of the league. Peyton and Nick were both in it, and it was a ten-team league, and they finished eighth and ninth. Peyton finished eighth, and Nick finished ninth. <laughs> yeah, bro, they both suck. Peyton, Peyton has a little. Peyton, I will put Nick above Peyton because Peyton has a little brother. He'll, he'll be in the little brother cr- crew. Like, see you later. You're never gonna win a championship ever. Who got last that year? Brody. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the most last place? Uh, hold on, sure. let me look. Uh, let me see. Brody has one, two, three, four. Brody has four last places. Vince has one, two, three. Vince also has four last places. Brody and Vince. Telling me, Brody, four, you're telling me, Brody. You're telling me if Brody didn't have the first fifteen picks in the draft, he wouldn't fuck it up. <laughs> he traded Duke for a fucking eighth rounder, or seventh rounder last year before the season started. Um. I mean, that is actually crazy. I mean, in 14 years, like, in more than half the years, either Brody or Vince finished last. <laughs> Trash. 12 and 11 right there for sure, though. Oh, man. Absolutely trash. So, we're talking about the Little Brothers. Let's talk about – let's go back to the draft party. I thought I made an absolutely insane move with the shish kebab jersey. I thought it was absurd. I I thought it was going to be the highlight of the entire draft in terms of like chess with checkers. And then these motherfuckers show up with a chip 
<laughs> the barstool shirt of Roger Goodell's face with the clown nose on it, but it was my man's chip as they're preaching that Preston's the commissioner. <laughs> the little brothers are out, bro. The little brothers were out, and they all pulled up with the epic jerseys. I salute you guys. I, I applauded it in the moment. I still love it to this day. It shows that how great of a job I'm doing and how far we've come and how great of a league this is and how proud of you guys are to have me as your commissioner. And Preston, I love having you right there by my side, Coach Commission. It's been a great 15 years. Who's the worst little brother? Hold on. Sorry to cut you off. Who's the worst little brother? Vince has definitely been on a hit list. Right Vince now. is the fucking ringleader of the little brothers. Drew just kind of hops on the bandwagon, and Vince literally, even though Dakota whipped his ass in wrestling, Vince literally is just the puppet master to Dakota of the Little Brothers. This man is like, do you remember when Vince was like, there was one point where Vince was like yelling at Dakota, he was like, Dakota, I told you not to do that, because I was like, Dakota, was it, I was like, dude, are you serious, does that make the league better? And he was like, Dakota's all like sad and shit, and he's like, no. <laughs> and Vince just went in on his ass. I mean, can we talk about, I think one of the funniest moments of the whole thing was we we are going like, um, you know, the day, the morning of the draft is when we have, we have our you know, rules voting. We vote on all these different rules. We vote on, um, in this case, we were going to vote on this dispute. And it was like, is this trade legal based on the way the rules are currently written? And I mean, some people were arguing that, that it was legal, even if they wanted to make it illegal, they were saying it might've been a legal trade. And then we were getting ready to do that. And as we're getting ready to vote, Dakota goes, wait, I already traded some of those picks away. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just blew the entire point up. And then it wasn't even a vote. I thought that was going to be the biggest vote of the draft, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that was like... It was it was going to be very contentious, and that was I thought it was going to like take a whole hour to discuss, and we left a ton of time for it. And then Dakota just absolutely blew it all up by trading different picks to 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 uh, I think who did he trade to Brody I think the day before, and then so the trade just couldn't go through anyway. Vince was Vince was pissed, <laughs> but just a hilarious move. <laughs> so Vince came with the dumbest rules of all time, uh, or not even rules. He like came in what <laughs> the new treasurer of the league. <laughs> yeah, he is. And he still hasn't collected anyone's money. I thought that was his whole thing was he's supposed to be like collect all the money and he hasn't done that yet. I almost texted him and was like, bro, like am I supposed to Venmo you or like what does this status mean? <laughs> uh, Didn't we up it to two hundred bucks this year, by the way? It is a hundred bucks Didn't this we? year, yeah. It's two hundred or a hundred No, it's a hundred this year. The waiver budget is two hundred. Although I was looking yeah. I was looking on Yahoo and I can't figure out how to change that. have you have you do you know how to change that chip? Oh shit! Really? Um, Maybe it was because like we we have to do it preseason or something, or I don't know. I mean, yeah, JT already used a waiver dollar on somebody. I don't know who. Um, I think we can hang on. Let's see. I literally that was the dumbest rule, or the dumbest like vote that we could have ever had. And then I just love big sexy now, so I was like, I don't even fight. I do think it'll change the. I do think it will change the dynamic a little bit. Yeah, I think it definitely will. Damn, I don't know. Hang on. Did you Google it, Preston? I didn't Google it. I was just I was looking around the commissioner tools and I could not find how you would do it. Um, yeah, JT already used a dollar on Alexander Madison this year. JT already yeah. used waiver wire money? Yeah. I don't I don't know who was also in competition for Alexander Madison. I don't think anyone was, but Alexander Madison in the draft. 
No. I think that's a great pick, honestly. If Cook yeah. goes down. Yeah, I mean he's a good handcuff, but I mean if if he if Cook is healthy, then Madison's not doing anything. That's fair enough. Just I mean, depends if you have room to stash him on your bench or not. I mean, JT desperately needs running back injuries because his running back room is a disaster. I mean, he's bro, got nobody. I literally texted JT. We were talking trades. He was going to give me a second round, and he's like begging me to trade him. And I'm like, absolutely not. Zero chance. I told him I want you to get last. If I see JT win the beer mile or run the beer mile, it'll be the best thing ever. And put a last place on that man's resume, and he's out. Um. So here's the thing. Let's move on a bit. After the draft, let's shoot our shot. Best draft, worst draft, and who's going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. All right. Biased or unbiased? <laughs> I mean, you say, you say these, are your, these are your picks, Chip. You can do whatever you want with them. These are your picks. picks. You're right, you're right. Obviously, no bias. You're right. Good call. P. Mills, what you got? Um, all right. I'm going to go. So here's my, my, uh, how do I want to say this? My criteria for best draft. Um, I don't think, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to give to someone who did a little bit more. Oh uh, yeah. It's, it's all right. We keep, we, we keep going when you drop out, but it's with, we, we kind of covered it up so far. Um, but no, I, I would say that I, I think my criteria is who did a little bit less with more or sorry, who did more with less in their draft. So I'm not giving it to you or Brody because you had so many picks up there. Like, obviously I think you guys have the best team, but I think if we're going like, if we're going who did the most with what they had in the draft, I think. Okay. Let me cut you off. Hold the fuck on. Okay. So this was my biggest argument last year for manager of the year. How did I not get manager of the year then? If I lit, if I traded all my picks, did all the right things, almost still almost made playoffs, it's the same argument. Uh, I mean, I went to on results last year. I mean, I think you could win. You can still win manager of the year this year. That's not like a thing. no. I'm, I'm saying still, last year, I was manager of the year last year, no doubt. I, who did I even give it to? I don't, I don't remember who I gave manager of the year. Exactly, to. Mason, JT, Chip, one of those guys, probably. probably the league winner. It wasn't definitely wasn't onions. Oh yeah, you you fell off a cliff at the end of the year last year. You fell off a cliff. You put, you put me as the most likely to finish first, or like win the championship after at the like, at the halfway point. Half, that was like before what Derek, Derek Henry got hurt, right? Is that what it was? Right when Derek Henry got hurt, and uh, Kyler got hurt too. He sat like five weeks, and my team just shit the bed. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder who I gave it to. I was it was probably either JT or Mason. I mean, they were they were two of the favorites going into the going into the. Uh, championship you um, actually have the worst opinion that i've ever heard so let's hear this shit <laughs> i'm gonna go I'm, I'm just looking at the rosters right now um and i think i'm kind of torn i don't know i think i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with mason for best draft i think he's got a great running back room um, I think he's got a top quarterback, um, a little bit thin at receiver, but like when DeAndre Hopkins comes back from suspension, if Juju Smith-Schuster ends up being a good wide receiver, Thank I you. think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be a really good team. Um, I don't. 
love that he I mean it's kind of strange that he took Dak Prescott as like a backup in the ninth round. Um but other than that, I think that was his worst pick. Oh, he also took Jameis Winston. He took three quarterbacks. Jameis. <laughs> oh, I got Jameis. Well, he, I think he dropped Jameis then and uh, did picked up someone else or maybe gave him a trade interview. I don't know. But he, uh, I think I think Mason has the best – I think he had the best draft. Uh, with with the picks that he had going into the draft, I think he had the best draft. Now, so that doesn't mean I think he – like general. What would you say? Who has the best draft in general? Aside of what you're doing with what you have, who has the best draft? I think I think you have the best team right now, if that's what you're asking. I think no, you I think you have the best team uh, right now. No shot in no way. Jay I Shoe, mean he's got three notified workhorse running backs. Jay Shu had the worst draft in the league. Why? <laughs> With what you had going into that draft, you had the worst draft in the league. Hold on, fans. Let me read this. Let me read this out loud. Yeah. Quote unquote. Drake may have complained about trust issues. But Brody Shishkebob revenge tour should never have to. After a great draft, this is a team poised to win it all. You're trying to tell me that was a horrible draft? So do you, you now you trust the Yahoo draft graders, or did you just not? You didn't trust it when you were an F, but now you trust it when you're an A. Is that just picking and choosing? I think sometimes people are right, sometimes people are wrong. I think they have made a shift. I think Yahoo's made a shift since 2016. <laughs> And I do think that, like anything else, um, progressions made, advancements are made, and I do think that there are different experts that are weighing it out than in 2016. Chip, I know you just dropped there, but Jay Shu was reading off the the report, the Yahoo report that was giving him an A draft grade, um, and I was like, didn't you tell tell us for years about how dumb the Yahoo draft grades were because you got an F the year you won the Super Bowl? So and now he's say, claiming that there's different people doing different people doing the draft grades. <laughs> would you not say that things are always getting better year after year? Would you not agree with that? Yeah, things are getting better for sure. Agreed. Yeah. But well, obviously, they're going to be a little more accurate than they were in 2016. So, <laughs> like, come on, Jay Shu. Let's look at let's look at what picks you had, and let's look at myself, who actually finished higher than you on the draft or grade ranking, both at an A. But I will say my team was above yours. Did they say that you're going to win it all, though, in your report? We're just talking draft grade. No, I'm saying they literally said I'm going to win it all. So I'm asking you, cool, your grade's better. Did they tell you in the graph, the draft grade that you're going to win the entire league? Okay, there's only one of us, and it just happened to be me. It happened to be me. I mean, Jay Shu. Here's the, here's the question, though. I mean, what are you 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 gave us three categories, right? You gave us you gave us who's who had the best draft, who had the worst draft, and who's going to win the league. If you want, or who's going to win the league prediction to just be the same as who had the best draft prediction, then just tell us that. And we'll just I never said that. Category. I never said that one time. Well, I mean, who do you think is going to win the league? I'm just saying I won the draft, <laughs> thousand percent. All right. Well, Preston, wait. Who's up? Who's up? I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Do we want to give all three of my picks, or do you want to go with your best draft picks before we go to the next? The next. Uh, oh, I can, I can give my worst. I, I went like I went. I gave my who I thought had the best draft. I thought it was. I thought it was Mason. I all thought right. Chip was a close, close. Was up there as well. You and Brody obviously had great drafts. I think you had. You were. You had a lot of picks. So you obviously you had great drafts. Draft, great drafts. Uh, Brody's running back room is. Yeah. See you later. Really, running backs really, really, really weak. Um, Brody does not have a lot of running backs. Um, but I mean, we'll see what happens later on. But worst draft, uh, I Dude, think. See you, bro. 
Well, JT, I mean, yeah, JT had his first pick was number 24 overall. I mean, he, he had first no, pass. he had absolutely no picks. So, I mean, he definitely has the worst team coming out of the draft, but I'm going to say who had the worst performance in the draft. Um, I think Dakota did not have a good draft. <laughs> I think Dakota had the worst draft. I think if I remember right, Dakota drafted yeah, Dakota drafted a defense before he drafted a flex. <laughs> so that is just that is just automatic worst draft. I mean, that's just it. <laughs> My man does have King Henry though. And I can't hate on that. He he got I mean, he had the number he traded up for the number one overall pick. But I mean he went Yeah, his because if you look at his, if you look at like who's gonna fill into his, his starting lineup, he went obviously Derrick Henry and Devin Singletary running backs. Michael Pittman and Darnell Mooney is his wide receiver too. TJ Hawkinson tight end, Patrick Mahomes quarterback. He drafted the Rams defense before he took the person who will fill in his flex spot, which is I think Chase Claypool. I mean, yeah, that this, is, this is what I'm telling you, and this is I'm how just I telling know. you. I'm just telling you that's automatic that you're going to get my. If you're asking who's who had the worst draft, I'm telling you Dakota had the worst draft. He picked the defense before he picked his flex. Yeah, and that's why I know that. Like that's literally the reason why you haven't won a Super Bowl. This man has foresight. He picked up George Pickens, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame wide receiver, Hall of Famer. He's literally going to start week two, drop 20 points, 20 points a week. Mark my words on the tape. Like we're there. So I do think, I don't think it's as bad as you say. I'm just saying that that was the worst draft. I think like, again, the, the reason I didn't give, I didn't give you and Brody best draft because you had a lot to work with. I didn't give JT worst draft because he didn't have anything to work with. That's that's. I mean, I think he might be. The, he has the worst team right now, but in terms of who did the most with their picks, I think. I mean, I think Dakota was last. This goes back to your like Super Bowl versus non Super Bowl argument. You always try and do this. Just you don't have to argue with me. Just give your give your takes. <laughs> worst draft. JT, no questions asked. See you later. You're getting last. Run the beer mile. I'm never going to trade you anything this year. Best draft, I would say myself, hands down, no questions asked. Uh, Super Bowl champions, I'll predict it. Uh, I had the best pick of the entire draft, Antonio Gibson. Not a lot of people, like I said before, can see the foresight of him getting shot or the running back getting shot and him taking over. Um, so honestly, for me, it's an easy pick. Oh, I didn't give my Super Bowl champion. I will take you as as, as Super Bowl champion, Jishu. I'll, I'll give you that. Predicting Super Bowl champion, I mean, you have the best team coming out of the draft. Um as long as you get production out of your wide receivers, I mean, your running back room is absolutely loaded. You got the, you know, the best or second best quarterback in the league. Um, you know, I, where's your, who's your tight end? Dawson Knox tight end, decent tight end. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to T Higgins, good wide receiver. Um, Allen Robinson, I think is going to have a big year. Um, yeah, your, your team's pretty, pretty loaded and just a ton of depth too, which means you can, you have pieces to make trades with. So I would say that that'll, uh, I'll give you. I'll give you Super Bowl. That's my Super Bowl prediction: is you you win in the championship. Say it one more time. Nope. <laughs> that's as many times as you're gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Let's hear it. Uh, so, best draft. I'm trying not to sound too biased here, but I definitely think I had a very good draft. Where for the picks that I had, I think I ended up with a very solid team. I took Saquon late in the first round. I think that's a great pick. I think he balls out this year. I think he's on a contract year. I think he has a great season. 
Um, I pretty much had two keepers in a sense after trading after the draft with Drew. So I had Michael Thomas and Cam Akers pretty much on my team immediately and then used my next three picks to take Zeke, Cortland Sutton, and Kyler Murray. So filled out a pretty good roster with, I think I had five picks in the first eight rounds, but with trading, giving, letting Drew trade up and me getting Michael Thomas in that trade just added another, like, in a sense, free player to my team. So I think I had a very good draft with those guys. Aside from myself, I think Ross had a good draft. Oh, I do think Big Sexy has a good team. I think Ross has a good team. I think it's the best team he's ever had in our league. Uh, I'd agree. Jonathan Taylor, second-round keeper, is massive. And he teams him up with Eckler. That's almost like just guaranteed production every week. Solid receivers in A.J. Brown and Judy. And I love that he stacked Russ with Judy. Um, On top of that, he gets Kittle. Kittle's a top-five tight end year in, year out, as long as he's healthy. And he's got the number one receiver in Tennessee, Robert Woods. That's a scary. That's a scary lineup. He's got good potential. He, he's Ross is going to have some big, big weeks when he teams up a Russ big game with a touchdown to Judy, and then Eckler and Jonathan Taylor have a good game. Like that, those four alone will beat somebody. I would agree. I honestly have no disagreements there. I uh, Andy's shown that he has the ability to win. Yeah, he has. Uh, Ross is bad at fantasy football, but he can win. Yeah, he can win. <laughs> Unlike some people. <laughs> Unlike some people, but he's got Unlike some people that you're just not worried about. Yeah, um, Ross, I'm definitely – I think Ross has a good season. I think Ross also wants to – he knows he's not going to make it. But, like, he, if he's in a position to, like – if he's floating around, if he's, like, four and two or four or four and three or six and five, he's, he's dealing and he's going to load up for the playoffs. Yeah. And, and to make the playoffs because yeah, he, he the, best, to miss it. the best rule in our league is that Ross is going to have to <laughs> sell his house in about five years. To <laughs> the only thing with Ross, though, is there's, like, no point in time. Like, I feel like JT just fleeces people, and I feel like Ross will probably trade JT at some point and just get absolutely <laughs> nuked and then be, like, literally miss the playoffs again. <laughs> have to explain to his wife that what's the fine for him? Uh, I think next year if he misses, it'll be 160 bucks. 160 bucks, and then he'll miss again. So honestly, as much as I do like his team, he's kind of in the Brody realm where I think he could fuck it up. But he has shown the ability to win, yeah. so I can't hate too much. Um, yeah. I think Ross has a good shot. And then aside from them, um, that's I mean, those are my I think two best. I think Brody has a good team. I think Jay Chu has a good team. But I think to my next point, I think Jay Chu had the worst draft. Um, listen to these. You have a solid team. You have a solid team. But with what you had, you had 10, 11, 12, 12 picks in the first 76 picks of the draft. So what's your argument? What's your argument about my team? Let's hear it. I think I'm not scared of your team. No, why though? Like, who are you not scared of? Um, I think T. Higgins is a – he's going to be good, but he's not the best. Your best receiver on your team is a wide receiver too. Do you realize that T. Higgins had more targets than Jamar Chase last year? I, I know that. He had a good season. And he's no, he didn't know he had more targets. That's a that he had more targets. I'm just saying both of your wide receivers on your starting lineup, you had 12 picks of 76 picks. Both of your wide receivers are the second wide receivers on their team. So that's just already not great. You're starting Allen Robinson. He was like the worst player ever. <laughs> Bro, do you, we not think that Allen Robinson is going to explode? Like actually. Like do I, we I not? Think, 
I think Robinson has a good year. Um, I think he has just, a good year, but he's still a wide receiver. Do you not think this man's explodes with Cooper? I don't know what you – where did your picks go? Because, yes, you got Najee, good pick. I traded but, a pick up for Najee. Najee's great. You also have the best quarterback in the league. Great. I wanted, I was taking him right after you. I was the pick after you. I was taking Josh Allen. You took him right before me. Good pick. I like it. He's going to ball. We do six-point passing touchdowns in this league. He's going to score a lot of points. Um, Aaron Jones, good pick. Uh, decent pick. Uh, he scares me. I think A.J. Dillon. Good AJ, pick, decent pick. I mean, AJ. it's just it's all on A.J. Dillon. If A.J. Dillon has a massive role this year, Aaron Jones is just a average running back he's like an rb2 but then the other pick that i don't like at all and the broncos came out today and said it's a 50 50 backfield and that melvin gordon is getting goal line touches and because they are playing for the playoffs and they want your boy javante healthy so i think javante some days catches five passes runs for 90 yards and scores a touchdown and gets you 22 points but i think he's also going to score six points bro melvin gordon also came out and said fuck they don't want me here uh they want javante williams to start that's their guy i did see that i did see that so like, my he, point is is are they saying that to make my man's happy or are they saying that to like is it actually going to happen i mean i think they're crazy if they're not going to they got melvin gordon on a one year contract where they're going to bruise him up he's going to get some fucking tough carries and he's going to get the ball but Regardless, let's give it to our thirty-year-old running back. Let's give it to our thirty-year-old running back. How twenty-nine? Yeah, we love our thirty-year-old running back. He's our guy. They actually do. He is definitely one of their guys. He's back. But you have a good bench. But I'm just saying, you're also your tight end is Buns. He's yeah. But what tight end? If you don't get a top, what? At least you stacked in the league. You're done. Yeah, but at least and and I will say, at least you stacked him with Josh Allen. So when he scores, that's good. Um, but yeah, just a weak draft from what I think you could have done is all I'm saying. That's why you Pierce, and you have the best two drafts. Pierce explodes. That's my. I would say Antonio Gibson is the pick of the entire, literally of the entire draft. Pierce was a great pick as well. That was only I could have predicted that. I think Pierce explodes. Antonio Gibson explodes. Um, Najee Harris. Damian Harris is going to be bad, but you're going to drop him. It doesn't matter. No, I already – zero chance. I'll drop Pollard probably. Yeah. But solid. Um, Preston, I was just looking at your team. Your team's actually pretty solid. You at least have re- three really good running backs. I like Elijah Mitchell a lot. I like him a lot this year. They're going to run the ball like 45, 50 times a game. <laughs> but Yeah. Um, yeah, but – Solid team for me, Preston. I like your team. It's not bad. It's not great. Just you want to win a just, just like you, where you want to be, like you said. <laughs> we're gonna have, we're literally gonna have the same conversation next year with Preston. This man it was probably gonna go winless forever, Super Bowl wise. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, you know, you didn't have one until you had one. So I'll take this one. I'll take this one. <laughs> Um, and then my Super Bowl pick, um, yeah, it's so tough. If I'm being honest, I'm going to go with the shish kebabs. That's like the that's the reason. That's where my betting. If I'm betting on it, that's where my money goes. If I believe in a couple teams that could do it, I like my team. If they if they get hot. I like Ross's team if they stay healthy. Like if those running backs are both healthy, that team can win a Super Bowl for sure. Um, and I like Brody's team because I think Brody makes a move for a really good running back 
at some point this season. Because I know he's this is his shot. He sucks at fantasy football. If he doesn't, if he doesn't win now, he he ain't gonna. Win. Hot take, bro. He's not making the playoffs. Hot take. Oh, I don't know. He's too solid. At, he's got too solid of pass catchers, and Lamar is gonna have a good year. But I do. If he wants to have a good year, if he wants to win the Super Bowl, Josh Jacobs is gonna be buns. They don't like him in the Raiders. He's on a contract year. They're getting rid of his ass. And AJ Dillon could be good, but he's also has only so much of a ceiling because he's got Aaron Jones there. So he needs a running back if he wants to win the league. The best part about my team is running backs get hurt, and I never have to worry about it one time. I'll find receivers. Running back blows his ACL out. See you later. I'll drop in. I'll pick somebody up, and guess what? They'll score me 10 to 15 points, and I'll be good. You're eh, you're going to start Pierce. That's going to be your guy. I'm telling you that. I kind of No, I, I like Pierce a lot. I want to trade. I kind of want to trade you. And honestly, <laughs> Antonio Gibson's on the trade deadline are on the trading block. Um Don't want him. Breakout player of the year. You um, guys can I, swap you guys can swap Miles Sanders and Antonio Gibson and have fun with him. Pass him back every week. Yeah, those I just I feel like and I know Jason, you're claiming that you that you love the pick. I think I just I think Antonio Gibson and Miles Sanders are two people that everyone just holds their nose and picks every year. Like no one no one really wants them, but you gotta take them. <laughs> like this so that's every but I've never picked him. That's the thing. I've actually yeah. never picked Antonio Gibson and this is the year that this man absolutely explodes. You're literally like holding the ring like Lord of the Rings and now you like have to like back this guy because he's on your team and now this is this is the year. I'm just happy we I'm just happy this is literally like on tape end of the year I can come back and say I told you so. Um anyways, I feel like there's one more topic to touch. Uh the draft party was insane. Again, shout out to the Kimes. Absolutely lunatic draft party. I think the biggest topic of the draft party, there's two of them. We have uh the fight rankings, and then we have Watermelon Gate. <laughs> Watermelon Gate? <laughs> <laughs> and I I have to just get a little inside to Watermelon Gate. And what the fuck happened? Did we lose him? Did we lose Chip? No, I'm here. What's Watermelon <laughs> I told you we wouldn't even remember. God, so, so females. <laughs> so watermelon gate. Watermelon gate, females. Let's hear. I wake uh, up. Yeah, so let's, uh, yeah I'll, I'll tell the story from my perspective, at least. And I think the only person who can offer true insight into this is, is JT. But we this. So do you remember we're at the draft? You know, it's a long day Saturday. It's after the draft. Um, Keep yeah, in mind, I'm, everyone was. Sorry, not to cut you off, but keep in mind, everyone was literally, like, dead in the beginning of the day. We're getting ready to go to the beer mile. Me and Chip wake up, and he comes up. We literally pour, fucking, like, a shot or two of 1942, grab a couple high noons. We're gone. Everyone's, like, dead during the day. So we we were like, we're going to keep this rolling. Yeah, and you absolutely kept it rolling until, I don't know, I'd, I'd call it about probably, like, 8 o'clock at night, um, 8 or 9 at night, and you... Are then you're sleeping in the you fell asleep on the couch, which is respectable. I think almost everyone fell asleep on that couch at some point over the three days that we were there. Um, so you're you're on the couch, and then all of a sudden, I think JT was the only person who was in that basement with you. We were all out by the pool watching watching uh, UFC, and JT then comes walking out 
of the basement with, you know, a look in his eyes. And he's like, guys, he's like, Chip just woke up and threw a piece of watermelon against the window. (laughs) And we're like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, he just walked over, just picked up watermelon and threw it against the sliding glass door. (laughs) So then Brody walks in, sees, sees the watermelon all over the ground. You walk out and Brody goes, Chip, like, well, you got to go help clean this watermelon up. Like, what did you do that for? And you just flat denied it for like 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> no recollection of watermelon gate. <laughs> watermelon gate, bro. No. So my, my perspective. No way. Bro. At some point, I'm telling Chip, we're watching UFC. This is like before main event. We're what? Me, Chip, I think Vince was there. We're throwing cash on the fights. We're just like, let's ride. All the way turned up. And next thing you know, me and Chip start wrestling. Do you remember that? Me and Chip just start wrestling, going at it. We're wrestling for a minute. People are just like stepping over us. Go out, throwing arm bars, do this. Go outside. We look at the fight. Kamaru Usman just head kicked to the dome, knocked out forever. And I'm like, well... That's not it. Go to bed. Talk to Preston. Go to bed. Wake up in the morning and I walk down. And I'm, it's like 10 a.m. And I go down. And I'm like, fuck, I think I'm up early. Like it's 10 a.m. Everyone's like ready to leave. <laughs> literally ready to leave. And I'm like, oh, can we help you with anything? And I look over and everyone's like, chip through a watermelon at the window. <laughs> <laughs> Watermelon gate. Do you remember we were putting eggs over under everyone when they were sleeping? I was like, that's probably not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) The egg, the egg, the egg conspiracy. Sam, we literally, we were sleeping. Who did we put it like right under them? (laughs) It was Kyle, Sam, and I think JT or Mason. It's literally like 4 a.m. in the morning, 3 a.m. in the morning. Me and Jeff, was anybody else with us? Preston, it was Preston. I was probably there. <laughs> but did you come into the room? I was like, I didn't go fully into the room because there was, I mean, it was a small room. I didn't want like everyone in there, but I yeah, was like, around the I wanted Super Bowl. So we like literally go in and just place the eggs under him. We were laughing so hard, dude. That was so funny. Oh, that was so funny. We were dying. We were old. I'm just surprised they didn't roll over and bust. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe. I mean, we are incredibly lucky that not a single egg broke. I mean, because we literally that, woke up. We woke up and everyone was like, we were like dying laughing. We're like, did anyone break the egg? And I just remember people were like, you put an egg like so it would go everywhere. And we were like, that, that probably wasn't a good idea. <laughs> probably not the best idea, but at the time it was hysterical. Oh, it was so funny at the time. Now we were on our middle school shit. That was good stuff. <laughs> All right, boys, we're wrapping it up. Episode one: Gridiron Gamers, Peanut Butter League. Um, you heard it here first. Everyone thinks I'm going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, we got the commission, co-commish. Good time. Appreciate you having us. Yeah, let's have a great year. Good luck to everybody in Week One. Mm-hmm. Watch those ACLs yeah. and watch those high ankles. <laughs>